I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, the spin-off podcast where my dad and I talk about all kinds of frightening stuff. This season, dad is talking about his time running a funeral home. And first of all, dad... Last episode, you dropped uh, a very, very big bit of news, and we have been absolutely flooded with condolences um, for the passing of your father, my grandfather. I guess I think one of the important things to do is check in. How are you? Bloody great. <laughs> really? It sounds so inappropriate, doesn't it? Well, I mean, you're allowed to feel what you feel. I think. No, I do. At this point in time, I've just had a cold brew coffee. I've mm. been for my, you know, morning constitutional. Yeah. Yeah. Um, taking some great photos, um, sitting here in my... Sorry? No, I was just going to say, it sounds like you're keeping things very light, which is good because that's kind of something we believe in doing here is just, you know, keeping spirits up and keeping things light without trivializing them, which is kind of appropriate because we... After you told your story on the last episode, Dad, we have been just absolutely swamped with incredible stories and lots of people have been sending in stories which I think indicate what kind of listeners we have. Like, tonally... Loose Units listeners are very much like you. They, you know, see the good in things. They're very positive. And I've got a whole bunch of amazing, frankly, very amusing stories about death, which I wanted to read to you from our listeners. Yeah. Great. Can I just, before you say anything, I've had more than 200 people write to me about uh, the funeral, which is tomorrow. So when everyone's listening to this tomorrow, Uh Eastern Standard Time, for those on the east coast of Australia, mm. as opposed to the west coast, the west, which I think is three hours behind. Sure. Um, so, without sort of st- without starting the, this podcast on a bit of a downer, uh, the funeral actually starts at eleven a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. And I imagine most people have, will have heard the podcast by then, which is exciting. So let's get into it. Great. Here we go. We've got some amazing stories from our listeners, and the first one is from Felicity. Here we go. At my mum's funeral, the celebrant said she was the daughter of Irvin and Mervyn instead of Irvin and Maureen, <laughs> which made me snort obnoxiously between tears, and then referred to her two daughters as their fiancés when my sister wasn't engaged to her boyfriend. They had so many people come and try to congratulate them at the, w- at the wake. He also read, Do not stand at my grave and weep as if he was in a Shakespeare production. He was not our first choice of celebrant. It did bring an interesting twist to an otherwise sad day. Felicity. Irvin and Mervyn instead of Irvin and Maureen. That's funny. So. Look, there's always humor. Is there? At, at funerals. Is there? Well, there should be. Because, I, I mean, it is a celebration in a way, isn't it? 
of someone's life. I, I had I realized I had a story from a wedding, and it's the single worst thing I've ever seen at a wedding. It's deeply humiliating, excruciatingly stupid and super awkward, but I happen to know for a fact that the people whose wedding it was um, might listen, so I'm, I'm going to dodge that. But before I forget, Dad, I just I need to give a quick shout-out, and um, I hope this isn't... Uh, I hope this is okay. Your mother, Margaret Verhoeven, my grandma, is a tremendous fan of the show. And throughout this whole process, I've been calling her occasionally and just checking in. And she's like you. She's remarkably chipper. She's incredible. But she's just a very big fan of the show. And she said something lovely to me, which I, I don't think she'll mind me sharing. She said that I bring out the best in you. Which That's nice. I thought was really lovely. And she said... I think she meant to say that I I bring out the best in you. I don't think that's what she was saying. I think she was specifically paying me a compliment. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I I think it's true. No, I I actually did that. I actually think it's true. And I think I I just think it's really lovely that she listens and that she really likes listening to her son and her grandson, you know, just talk and get along. And I think we have a really nice relationship, but I wanted to kind of just give grandma a big shout out. So if everyone wants to send some good vibes to Margaret Verhoeven right now, I think she'd really appreciate them. But at the same time, grandma, hey, thanks for listening. You're awesome. That was nice. You want to say anything nice to your mom on the show, dad? Well, I say things nice or nice things to my mother. Um, regularly. So you don't want to waste your words on her now. (laughs) (laughs) Look, mum knows exactly how I feel. She's quite an extraordinary person. Yeah, Um, yeah. She's actually, um, she's, well, she comes from a long line of eccentrics, let's put it that way. Oh, yeah. I I mean, mean, if you met mum and her three sisters, it's, I I, I just don't have the words to describe uh, what they're all like. But very, very interesting people. Mm -hmm. Um, Paul, in relation to the relationship between the two of us... Yes. I was... Now, this is going to creep people out a little bit, bearing in mind what we're talking about. But I... I mean, as everyone knows, hopefully I'm an antique dealer. Mm -hmm. And I've got a bloody good business. And um, I was actually doing a, dare I say it, a deceased estate uh, late yesterday afternoon. <clears throat> into the early in, into the sort of the early hours of the evening yes. yesterday in a suburb nearby mm-hmm. and the client was the daughter of um the deceased um and she's a psychologist and so I've gone into this beautiful house um in a suburb nearby mm-hmm. to view the contents of her mother's stuff and I did the quote but I got chatting as I always do about loose units. Mm-hmm. But the thing she was most interested in, the relationship you and I have, the father-son relationship. Right. And she said in her experience, which is, uh, I can imagine, fairly vast, that's one of the big problems in society, aside from all the other problems, but yeah. father-son relationships are often difficult. Mm. So I think you and I have got something that's bloody fantastic. And I've had Every- a lot of feedback from some mm-hmm. really... You know, I'd call them pretty... Because men are basically... I mean, they have this sort of like a bit of a veneer. Well, they can be... Yeah, men can be tremendously emotionally kind of cowardly. Yeah, but I'm getting some feedback from some... And I don't like to sort of uh, put occupations into boxes, but I'm getting some really, really great feedback about you and me on a fairly sensitive level in terms of the father-son thing from... 
um, some people in heavy, heavy engineering, mining, driving massive trains all over Australia. I'm not sort of, you know, construction. So, you know, the image that people have about guys that work in certain industries, um, it, it's it's just not not actually correct. Right. Because um, even if fathers and sons don't have an incredible relationship, I'm sure that um, they yearn to, if that makes sense. Yes, of course. I mean, it's something that, you know, I'm sure you see, if you don't have it, you see it or hear it in other people and you, you probably feel quite acutely that you're missing mm. out on something. You know? Yeah, and also, I, I, I don't want to sort of bang on about this too much, but if your relationship with your dad, um, for people my age, wasn't great, then the opportunity and the responsibility and the onus is on you to break the cycle. Like it's like probably domestic violence and all sorts of shit. You have an opportunity. It's not an excuse to say, oh, well, my parents did it, my dad did it. Let's just carry on that tradition of, of shitsville. Yeah, perpetual. You have to draw a line in the sand mm. and say enough's enough and then, you know, create this great new um, environment and then you can then move on and then in turn, because it's all, you have to lead by example. That's yeah. my point. Yeah, okay. No, I, compl- I completely agree. And I, I mean, if there's one thing I'm really, really proud of with this show and it's I'm proud of a lot. It's that we get to kind of, you know, show people what I think a very lucky and fortunate and functional father-son relationship is, which is, mm. you know, really And nice. for people that have been to the live shows, you know, it's pretty pretty obvious, I think. And I think in our the tone of our voices, I think people can tell by now we're absolutely fair income. Yeah, it's very real. And we we were very much look forward to getting back onto stage uh, very soon. Mm. Uh, Dad, I have a story here from one of our listeners called Greta. Good afternoon and sorry for your loss. John, my mum works at a funeral home in our local area and I have a little funny story for you. My mum's mum died a few years back and my mum's work did her funeral. She was to be buried next to Pop. After the funeral was complete and the green mats were lifted, when we released Nana, she wasn't next to Pop. She was run row back behind Pop and we couldn't exhume her body without permission, etc. So the only thing to do was to dig a tunnel and bring her a row forward next to Pop. My mum and her family were horrified. Do you have any stories about a funeral going wrong? Cheers, Greta. Yeah. I have stories, a litany of stories about fuck-ups at funerals. And I'm talking major major drama but I kind of want do you I want to talk want, about them now or do we go i kind of want to do an episode I just of, of i think so. going if you'll forgive the pun extremely south mm. six feet south actually mm. oh mm. that's the name yeah we should call that episode six feet south right okay down. well yeah great Terrific. yeah greta if you've just inspired an entire episode or two of loose units you should be very happy that is an insane story a tunnel it's like the great escape uh here is a question from heath question for john what is your opinion on the Costco caskets and coffins? Are they as good as what you get from funeral homes? Heath, Dad, I'm going to implore you to do something very unprofessional. We're going to go to Google and you're going to type in Costco coffins. Do you want me to do that? Yep, do that right now. Okay. This is happening live. Because Costco, from what I understand it, is a basically just a, what is it, like an online budget supermarket oh shit okay i'm on the costco website right now it looks like they're selling three coffins so there's not that much for us to assess okay mm, i'm looking you're in there now yeah now at the at the top end they have the kingsford casket which is three thousand one hundred and nineteen dollars ninety nine cents uh australian i'm just going in to have a look at that now 
There's no real... Okay, here we go. The Kingsford casket is crafted from alder. It's a wood, I assume. With a rich cedar, high-gloss lacquer finish. It features eight panels. Eight panels. Elegant drop-bar handles and a dome lid, which half opens on a hinge with neatly discreet locks. You wouldn't want the person escaping, would you? Included with the Kingsford casket is satin drapery and a satin pillow in case the dead person gets uncomfortable, which they won't because they're dead. And then, of course... You know, the specifications are in here. It's got the internal and external specifications. It's got the materials. Um, returns. Oh, shit. I'm assuming there's a point beyond which you cannot return this. And if you do return it, please empty it first. But, I mean, that's a, like $3,119. From what you were describing the other day, Dad, that's that's kind of cheap, right? Um, well, they do. They they vary from around about, you know, 1000 up to 50000 yeah. Um, but I'm looking at the ad, and it's rather unfortunate, the ad, because in amongst the, the ad for Costco funerals is an ad yeah. advertisement for pillow for pillows, but not pillows that you use in a coffin. Right. But you could. Oh, but shit. I think Hang that's... on. Hang on. I've just noticed something, and I'm sorry if this is, like, duh, like obvious, but the casket is like a rectangle and opens halfway to show you a body. Mm. The coffins are cheaper, and the coffins are more of your kind of like vampire sleeps in here style thing. Like yeah. The coffin has that kind of slightly diamond shape in the middle, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, It's more of like a sarcophagus, and the lid comes away in one piece. But okay. the coffins are... Yeah, do you know why? Do you know why you got the two? No. no well, one, the one that is sort of the top opens, is yeah. for a viewing. Okay. Um, but that's a whole episode as well. So right, because some some families um, and and some um, some religions, yep, not as much now, but very much in the past, you'd have viewings, and we used to do them all the time. And sometimes the viewings would be in a private chapel, mm-hmm. sometimes the viewing would be in a church, and sometimes it was in the uh, the person's house. And do you want to hear something really creepy that I've never told you before, Paul, that's so, uh, in my opinion, unusual? Okay. And that is that um, your grandfather, my father, one of his sisters uh, passed away a few years ago in the Netherlands, Mm -hmm. and a lot of the family are psychologists. Um, You know, they're they're an amazing group of people who have a great care for uh, fellow humans. But I was informed that they actually had my aunt, Meep is her name. I'm uh, sorry, what's her name? Meep, M-E-E-P. We have oh. great names, the Dutch. Anyway, they had her sitting for... <laughs> what? Yeah, in a chair. What? Yeah. Why? So everyone could come around and chat with her. I don't like that. <laughs> you weren't there. I don't like it. I don't want it. <laughs> Now that struck me as being change it surreal. Yeah, because it's like something you'd see in the Dad. It's something you'd see in the fucking Bates Motel. Mm. Like that's a really well. It's interesting, isn't it? Wow. Uh, And and that was quite uh, that that I've never seen that done before. And this will probably elicit a whole new lot of responses and and questions from people about the types of viewings. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I did many many viewings. Um, In fact. Yeah, look, again, it's, it's, it's a whole, at least one episode about oh viewings. Oh, my God. Oh, my um, God. Okay, yeah, that's... Fascinating. That's but isn't that interesting? I mean, I was... Sitting up. When my dad told me that, I I just couldn't imagine it. And uh, I don't know how they'd actually get her to stay on the chair. 
in terms what? of um, just like, you know some oh. cable ties. Like, how do you actually? Go- I don't <laughs> know. Well, you'd <laughs> have to improvise, adapt, and overcome. Dad, if I went into a like, if I was grieving and I walked, in, okay, let's say, okay, let's say one day you die. I mean, I don't think you will. I think you will transcend time, space, and physics, and I think you'll be around forever, like some sort of elder god. But if you don't die, and I, if you, sorry, if you do die, and I walk into the room and I'm ready to grieve. And you're sitting up in a rocking chair, staring dead ahead like some sort of taxidermied moose. Hmm. I think I'd shit the bed. I don't think I'd be okay with that. I think it would actually make grieving more intense. Look, it's surreal. And There's a lot like, of yeah, look, oh. a lot of feedback that I've had from emergency service personnel, mainly people that work in hospitals, doctors and nurses, and they've all the, the common thread uh, that I've been reading over the last few weeks in yeah. relation to this whole new se- season. Mm-hmm. is that, and I've experienced this so many times, and I may have mentioned it, but um, for those people that have dealt with deceased, um, there's definitely a sense that something's left them when they die. Right, yeah. Um, Unless they're sitting up in a chair, in which case they've very much still got that kind of urge to sit. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, look, I'm not going to... I don't think the timing's quite right for me to make some jokes about this particular topic. I'm at least going to wait until after the funeral tomorrow because I don't want people to think any less of me. I mean, I've already had a few images in my mind about what you could do. Yeah. For viewings, you could attach them to a walker, like a walking machine. Oh, like like when you go to the museum and they've got the cavemen, the kind of wax yeah. cavemen, just yeah. going about their lives. I think yeah. no, but that'd um, actually be moving if it was a uh, walking what? machine. Like you could rig something up. Oh my it, god! Look, I don't know. I mean, look at Walt Disney. His brain has been um, it's in cryogenics, isn't it? Or is it his whole head? Did you know I that? Don't, I don't know. I mean, you could put that on a robot body, and maybe he could just you know. Yeah. So isn't it fascinating about the brain? I mean, and then you've got people that donate um, their bodies or various parts of their bodies. Uh-huh. Um, again, 
we can talk about this in future episodes. Well, we can, but, but we have a lot more to get through. And I think what... Okay, so just in... Sorry for that weird, circuitous path, but Heath, we looked at the Costco caskets and coffins. I think, Dad, we should just, just quickly I, yeah, I think close the lid on this. What's yeah. the cheapest one, Paul? cheapest one is the Wattle Coffin. It yep. is six ninety nine ninety nine. That's great. That's a very, very good price. And I, Costco do not advertise with us, do they, Paul? No, they don't. Uh, and, and I'm... That's that's a good price. I, I mean, think... my your grandmother wanted a reusable cardboard coffin. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, which you I know. had to explain. You know, there are certain health and safety rules regarding. Just, you just like can't Ikea, reuse these things. Just an IKEA flat pack thing. You know, like if there's six umlauts above the name, it's, it's, it's good enough for me. But I think you can get flat pack. Um, obviously, you've got to um, construct it because if you just buried them in or put them into the flat pack itself, I'd assume they'd be extremely thin to start with. Sure. I mean, it's all that new growth wood. It'll break down pretty quick. Well, that's a bit of a... Yeah, that's a a problem. I think things should at least be recycled. Yep. All Uh, right. But but remember, they've got to go into the the, the furnace if they're going to be cremated. True. So you can't have that kind of like IKEA wood's got that waxy finish. Well, it it needs to, uh, you know, they've got to burn it. Because they're burning the coffin first, mm. and the body's inside. But Hang on, again, what, happens, what happens to the handles? Oh, they remove those. They're plastic. Uh, okay. They're not always plastic, but right. a lot of them are. Yeah. Um, I have a story here from a listener called Samantha, and I think you're going to like it, Dad. Hi, I'm loving the new season. I remember when my grandma died, I went to the funeral directors with my parents. My grandma didn't want a funeral and the cheapest cardboard box for a coffin. Oh, that sounds familiar. We found out that cardboard was more expensive than timber. She didn't want any money spent on her after her death, so when they told us the ridiculous cost to transport her from the hospital to the funeral home, I looked at my dad with a straight face and said, Don't pay that, Dad. I'll just pick her up and put her in the back of my ute. The funeral director didn't understand my family's black sense of humor and only picked his jaw off the table after we all started laughing. I'm sure my grandma was there laughing along with us. Samantha. So sweet. Well, here's here's a little story, Paul, Mm -hmm. for the listeners. Yep. Uh, A friend of mine who is in Sydney who's in the auction world, he is a New Zealander. And he um, went to a big Maori... They went to this big funeral. Yep. And the last wish... Of the deceased was that he be driven around a certain headland. Okay. So they put him into the back of a station wagon. Yep. Uh, not a hearse. And they took him... Wagon. Just a normal car. And they took him for a drive. And they were pulled over by the police. Yep. For another, uh, like, a random breath testing. Uh-huh. And the police looked in the back and, uh, and they explained about the body and what they were doing. And the police yep. just said, on your way. And off they went and took the guy uh, for a really nice, nice sort of last drive. Um, so that's kind of interesting in terms of culture. So I, I, I've, I, I have come to glean that in New Zealand, when you're talking uh, particular, uh, you know, requests by the families yeah. in certain cultures, mm-hmm. um, there, are, there are lots of different things that happen. And that's very, very interesting in terms of, all over the world, the different traditions in relation to... I think what we've done in the West, dare I say it and dare I use a massive cliché, but I think we've managed to um, silence the whole process um, where it's such a shock to go to a funeral now that people honestly uh, 
like my sister, for example, my youngest sister. Yes. Um, she was unable to visit my father in the last few weeks. Uh, why? Because she couldn't cope. She I don't wanted. Know if, I don't know if I could, frankly. I don't. Yeah, know if but I could she cope. wanted to remember my father as he was. As he was, and yeah. I got to see my dad um, just before he passed away, and it was tough. He looked, um, you know. God, it was yeah. a, it was a nightmare. I, I just because people really, um, you know, God, it's it's just such a nightmare. Imagine these poor families. We've touched on this in the past. Yeah, where they're called to a scene, to an accident, where the emergency service personnel know that the person's not going to survive. Yeah, uh, the classic example are the shunters on on the railway tracks. You know how they bring the two carriages together when they yeah. link the motor up with with the the load, yeah. And it happens, and it has happened for probably over a hundred years, where the the shunters they get caught between the two trains, and uh, we've de- we've described in some detail that that toxic toxic shock injury, yeah. Where whilst they're um, in that crushed situation, they're still alive and often conscious. And they manage to get their family to come to them. And they stand around. And they, 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 they say their goodbyes whilst the person is still alive. That's fucked. But, I mean, is it? I mean... Well, it's, I guess my problem with that is there's no ramp up. Because if someone's dying slowly, you have time to kind of process it, adjust to it, at least get used to the idea, even reluctantly, right? But if you get a call and you're just watching a movie and someone's like, oh, dad's down at the railway yard. He's got 10 minutes to live. Hurry up and say your goodbyes. You don't, you can't process it properly. It's just, no. it's like an, it's, a, it's an emotional ambush, mm. I guess is what I'm saying. Um, Look, you know. I've been trying to, because the funeral's tomorrow, as you know, and I'm, I'm really trying to kind of imagine, mm. um, like I've had some Something really weird happened that I haven't told you. I don't think I've told you. Um, but I saw my sister, Diane, and mum yesterday morning. Yeah. And when I left uh, to drive back here, so it's about a 20k drive, I saw, for the first time in my life, a person that was my sister Diane's doppelganger. And it totally freaked me out. But get ready for this. A few minutes later, I saw another woman dressed differently uh-huh. that looked exactly the same as my sister. Okay? Now, tell me that's not... It's a bit weird. Weird. And so things happen in your mind. I mean, I'm, I, I keep saying to Christine, you know, am I okay? Do I seem... You know, but I, I kind of know that I'm slightly different to how <laughs> I normally am, which is yeah. difficult for people and even family and friends to, to recognise because I am all over the shop, as everyone knows. Yeah. But I can sense within myself that, you know, and I kind of want to hold it together tomorrow. Of course. Yeah, so I was thinking about wearing my uh, Apple earbuds uh, during the whole thing, but I won't. <laughs> but I thought that would be cool to just help me, you know. Anyway, look, I digress. Dad, you know what? I, I, I've never experienced actual proper you know, substantive grief. So I don't, I can't give any advice, nor would I ever assume to coach anyone else on their, on what's a very personal experience. But I feel like maybe if 
you know, if if what you need to get through it is earbuds, then you know, earbud away. I'm sure we'll support you. Um, mm. It's looking like okay. So we've got all these. I'm going to read one more anecdote from our lovely listeners before we wrap this episode up. This is from Katrina. My sincerest condolences to you and your family. I was in a weird mood when I visited the funeral director after losing my mother. I asked all of the inappropriate questions. I know why the pacemaker is removed and joked around. That's just how I deal with grief. Everyone is different. The funeral director I used was wonderful and made their own coffins to fit rather than ordering them in as a one size fits most. I went out the back and chose this type of wood on site rather than out of a book. I have no idea how much it was. It was just all added in with everything else. That's actually weirdly on point, I was going to ask dad, we were looking at the Costco coffins and I thought, yeah, but what if it doesn't fit? Because I'm six foot two and, you know, people I know are not half that size, but Tegan's mother, Carolyn, is extraordinarily short. Like she's basically a hobbit. We won't fit in the same coffin. I don't think Costco is going to cut it. Is it like tailoring where you have to get a coffin measured to fit? There was a guy called Johnny Ali. He was from a small town in... America called Carbon, uh, C-A-R-B-O-N. And I remember this because uh, I read it in the Guinness Book of Records when I was 11 because I was obsessed with facts and I loved the Guinness Book of Records. I used to read it every single day. Uh-huh. I still remember certain facts. He was the world's heaviest man. He weighed around about 90 stone. Now, people can do some calculations on how many kilos to the stone, but it was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kilos. He fell through the floor of a log cabin home up in the mountains. Yeah. He was buried in a piano box. How's that's that? pretty big. Yeah, that's a that's pretty big. big box. Yeah. And I have dealt with some uh, big people, mm. including Paul. We did a very, uh, a very big funeral for... Ricky uh, May. For Ricky May. Yes, the jazz musician. Yeah. And he was a big guy. Yeah. Um... We'll save it for later on as to the techniques that can be used yeah. to get people yeah. into uh, into coffins. Okay. Okay. Well, look, we'll definitely do the um, Ricky May episode later on. We've got mm. so much incredible stuff coming up this season. But before we wrap up this episode of Loose Ends, um, I just wanted to uh, say a few things. First of all, Brad sent in a bunch of incredible, incredible questions. One for you, one for me, one for Tegan, and one for Mum. And so I think next episode of Loose Ends, we can talk all about Brad's questions and we'll go through those. Awesome. Um, so Brad, don't worry, we are going to answer your questions. And to everyone else sending amazing questions, uh, if you hop across to facebook.com forward slash loose units, you can send us questions and we'll try our very best to answer them. Mm. And one more thing before we go, uh, we have a listener, Kate Cooper. And Kate, uh, Dad and I just want to say we hope you're hanging in there and thanks so much for your incredible message. We know you're going through a lot right now and we just wanted to say, you know, we're, we're thinking of you. And also, I'd like to just say hi to George in Western Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, George, you know who you are, and you've got some incredible questions, and I promise that we will get round to them because they're crackers. We will. And in some cases, if you're sending through incredible questions and we haven't answered them, in some cases, it's because your question is so good, it has prompted an idea for an episode Correct. in and of itself. So Dead right. Yep. A lot of the time, these questions, if they're going unanswered, it's because, oh, shit, that's a great question. We can do a whole episode mm. about that. So and at some point over the coming season. Yeah. yeah, and Paul, I just said dead right. Can you believe it? Dead right? I just said it while you were talking. So, yeah, I didn't mean to, but I think it's quite funny. That's fine. Some some mild wordplay is exactly what people are here for. Dad, uh, I'm sure everyone's sending you lots of love. I hope tomorrow goes okay for you and, uh, you know, we're thinking of you. And if you do go with the earpods, no one will judge you. 
Love it. And look, thanks everyone for listening and I look forward to the episode on Tuesday morning. Yep, we'll see you on Tuesday. Bye everyone. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.